Thank you for joining the Homeschool Help Desk Live. My name is Tam and I'm here to help you. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube at Cousin Tam. And now let's get into the show. Also today I'm sticking to one hour, <laughs> no matter what. I'm getting, I'm done in, in 1030 because I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm not feeling that great, still a little congested, and I blame socialization for that. So anybody who wants to talk about homeschool socialization can send me some medicine or money for tea because highly overrated, I say, being around kids all the time. Uh, I'm over it, but I have my tea this morning, so hopefully we will uh, be able to get through. But like I was saying, um, I was I was showing my kids the Carmel High School video just to get their thoughts on like, what do they think about this school tour? And the thing that stood out to them, the only thing that really made them raise their eyebrows was the fact that the school had an auto shop and a wood shop because I told them my school shut ours down when I went there, which is true. My school had an auto shop, my high school, um, but they got rid of that in favor of more like college prep classes. They really kind of steered away from what they were calling the tech prep um, path in favor of college prep. But I do now wonder, and I may look it up later, I wonder if my high school has brought it back because I know they didn't like destroy the building that the auto shop was in but I am curious to know if they brought it back since, you know, uh, it's been a couple decades since I was in high school, <laughs> which feels so awkward to say. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but anyway, my kids, the, the main thing they saw was like, oh, they have an auto shop. And I was just thinking, okay, my homeschool kids um, haven't been to that many high schools. They've been to like two high school. So they're, they're not sure what is normal or not normal for a high school. But I did notice in the comments of that video, and I don't know if y'all have seen it or not. Um, but it, the main conversation was around the inequality of education in America um, and how all high schools are not equipped with the same thing. And I don't know about anybody else, but immediately my mind went towards the Sneetches. So if you are not familiar with that Dr. Seuss books, um, it's the one where You've got the star belly sneeches and the plain belly sneeches and the plain belly sneeches don't get invited to the star belly sneeches events and the star bellies think that they're better because they have stars. And, um, you know, the, the non-star bellies are like really upset about this. So this grifter comes to town. It's like, hey, I can give you a star on your belly for three bucks each. And everybody goes through the machine that doesn't have a star and they get the star on their belly and then they go over to the star bellies and they're like, Hey, we're just like, you know, we've got, you know, we've got our stars too. And then the star bellies are like, ah, no. So they go to the same grifter and they're like, take these stars off our bellies. Or he tells them we, I, he can take the stars off for $10. And so the star, the original star bellies get their stars taken off. And now they're like, Nope, stars are whack. We're not about that life anymore. <laughs> And that's what it reminds me of. It's like, you know, you could give any amenity to any school and there will always be some other school that says, well, we'd be better if we had that amenity. And then you get that amenity eventually. And then um, the school with that amenity is like, well, that's old school. That's nothing now. And it's just like, because I remember oh, our school had, our uh, my high school that I went to had a pool, but nobody wanted to swim. So they bricked it over or did something to it and it became like a second gym. And so then it became normal for schools to have two gyms and no pool. But now there's like, I guess, a resurgence of people who want pools. I don't know. And it's just, there, there will never really be, in my opinion, call me pessimistic if you want to, there's never going to really be equality in schools because no matter what amenities you provide a school, it's about the individuals that go to the school. It's about the individuals that teach at the school. Like you could give every school in America the exact same layout, the exact same building, the exact same fundamental things, and there will still be teachers who care more, parents who care more, teachers who care less, parents who care less, 
and it will still end up being this inequality of outcome. But that's just my thoughts on that. You don't have to agree or disagree or or if you want to, we could talk about it. But I just am like, people are <clears throat> focused so much on what they don't have instead of just using what they do. But I don't know. I look at it like, It, it just gives people another thing to, to fuss about, I think. Ultimately, I when I saw the tour, I was like, oh, you know, this school has a campus layout, which I I'm, that's not unusual, but I, I also went to high school in Georgia in Cobb County. So a lot of the schools have some similar amenities and it, it never made that school, in my opinion, never made it better. <laughs> Um, but there's people who will say things about, uh, Cobb County in Georgia. So does it make the school better in my opinion, especially because if you scroll on a little bit, like if you just search Carmel high school, and then you just search the videos that kids put up, um, those kids are not happy. One of the kids said she had a nervous breakdown and ended up in a psych ward. Another kid was talking about Carmel high school hell week. And then, uh, others, other kids were talking about the racism, the, you know, the, the homophobia that's there. And it's just like, um, yeah, is a pool worth a psychotic breakdown? I'm going to vote no on that. So anyway, my thoughts on that, it's, it's not the building, it's the people in it. And, um, all that glitters isn't gold. So that's my thoughts on that. M, it is, uh, Carmel High School in Indiana, I want to say is the state. Yeah. Indiana. And it's just a, a video that's gone viral in the last week or so that just shows this, this school that has a bunch of amenities. But in my opinion, not necessarily better quality of life or education. Because there was one video I came across and um, the kids were doing nails in the class. So I was like, okay, so they, they still don't pay attention. <laughs> that was my thought, it was like, this school has all these amenities, all these things, um, and the kids still aren't paying attention in class. So <laughs> is it better? Yeah, it is. It is the one in Indiana. And that's why I was saying, like, the amenities are just that. They're amenities. It doesn't make the school better or worse than any other school. It's the people. It's the teachers. It, it's a lot more that goes into a child's education than just the structures around them. And that's all that the video was showing was like, this is the auditorium. This is the gym. This is the cafeteria. This is whatever. And I'm like, all right, like, <laughs> okay. So you're, oh, so you know about it. And he said, it's horrible. That, I mean, honestly, that was kind of my thought was like, this seems like the very preppy, pretentious school that probably has a drug problem. <laughs> I don't know anything about the school. <laughs> but if it's like some of the ones in Georgia that had the, you know, ultimate reputation of having all these amenities or having, you know, all these accolades or awards, they also had a lot of downsides to it where you're just like, yeah, I would not send my child there. You couldn't pay me to send my child there. Okay, you said it's a rich area. They're all about what their money can pay for, not people. It definitely gives that vibe of look at our stuff, but don't look at us. Don't look at our personalities, please. <laughs> because like I said, I, I I just, I scrolled on to see what other videos were tagged as Carmel High School and it didn't seem exceptional. I'll just say it that way. It seemed like every other school kids being kids kids partying listening to music kids not paying attention in class kids concerned more about what they're wearing than what they're learning which to me is like just about every high school <laughs> ever so i didn't see anything that made me didn't really didn't make my eyebrows raise other than people's responses to it saying like oh this is the problem with funding is, you know, these property taxes go towards these schools that give them all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's, um, let's make all the schools the same. It still will not ensure equality of outcome. Cause like I said, you'll have parents that care more or less. You'll have teachers that care more or less. It's never going to be an equitable 
experience. Okay, you say, yeah, there's nothing special about that school really, or there wasn't when you lived up there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think some people get really, um, they get doe eyes about amenities, but then you actually live the experience and you're like, mm, this kind of isn't what I signed up for. Like, it's just the same with like HOAs when you go buy a house and they tell you things like, oh, there's a tennis court, there's a this, there's a that, but then you, all your neighbors are horrible people. <laughs> so yeah, you have tennis courts and you can't paint your mailbox or you can't decorate your house the way you want to because somebody's going to leave a notice on your door or put a lien on your house. Is it better? No, it's not. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you? Hi, Miss Georgia girl. How are you? So yeah, that was just my two cents on that. Um, I showed it to my kids and I just told them, let's watch the Sneetches. They're actually watching it on YouTube. Um, the story of Dr. Seuss and the Sneetches. And I was like, don't fall for this crap. <laughs> Basically is the message is like, all that glitters still is not gold. And the fact that a school has an amenity that another does not, does not mean that your child is going to do better or feel better or be better at from the experience. Like when I saw the video of the girl that said she had a nervous breakdown, I was just like, wow. Imagine trying to fit a mold that is uh, so hazardous to your health, really. Good morning, good morning. Oh, you said that is exactly what Carl was like. That's immediately what I thought when I saw it. I was like, it's the Sneetches. It's the Starbelly Sneetches telling you they have a, swimming pool because i mean you can call it a natatorium but you have a swimming pool good job um <laughs> and then i also just thought about well it's it's indiana they probably rely on indoor sports more than outdoor sports but in any way i was not impressed you're finishing your coffee i'm starting my tea i still have this congestion from socializing boo socialization <laughs> Good morning. You said, I'm trying to homeschool my daughter. How's it going? And I'm assuming you're in Georgia from your name. I'm also in Georgia. So how has the experience been? What grade is your daughter in or what, how's it going? Cause you said, I'm trying to, so I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but I'm like, are you guys struggling or has it been a challenge? What's going on? Let's talk about it. And you said they put a lot of pressure on their kid to get a perfect look and it's horrible. Um, yeah. It definitely gave um, Gossip Girl vibes or, you know, any other rich school that gets depicted on the Disney Channel. I don't know. <laughs> it just, it did not scream, I want my kids to go there. Good morning. How are you, Ariana? You said, I am. I know I asked a bunch of questions. Is I am to Georgia or I am like you're, are you struggling or how's it going? Let me ask you that. I'll ask one question. How is, how has the home ex homeschooling experience been for you guys? And hopefully guys, my signal is okay. I can't, I don't know. I can't tell, but hopefully it's coming through okay on y'all's end. You said we won't go back. You're, you say you won't get back to co-op until March. Your son is going through withdrawals. Okay, tell your son that you are preserving his nasal passages and his sinuses because, oh my gosh, I wish we would not be so social right now. Every single week we go out to our, my kids' events and I promise that, that like there's a new germ every week. I cannot stand it. Ugh. So you guys are doing the right thing, hibernating until this is passed. It is, oh my gosh, I just want to quit until spring, until pollen season is over, really. Hey, Dee, how are you? Okay, so you're trying to find the right online school for her to attend. She's in high school. What have you uh, been looking at so far? And um, what are her thoughts on it? I know time for learning is really popular, but I don't know if you've already tried that one. I keep breaking up. I don't know what to do about that. I don't know what's happening. Maybe it's because I live a hundred yards from cows. Y'all are just gonna have to break, bear with me. And I am recording this one for the podcast. So hopefully it will not keep doing that. Okay, so they try to meet the religious private school, which you went to on scholarship and it's just a mess. I see, okay. 
I could see that a little bit with the private school. Like they definitely seem, it seemed like they were doing a video brochure basically. Like this is why you should send your kids here. Okay, there's a lag. Yeah, I'm sorry guys. I don't know what's happening. Like I'm on my Wi-Fi. Hopefully it gets better. I have no idea if it's even me because I didn't have an issue watching TikTok today, but I don't know. Maybe something's going on with the lives and they're doing another update because I know that that has happened sometimes whenever there's a live, whenever I've been going live and there's been a lot of problems with it, it's like the next day there's an update. So maybe that's what's going on. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Sorry about it. Okay, Heather, y'all had COVID in December and then something else in January. No fun. I know. That's what I'm saying. The socialization thing is overrated in the winter. <laughs> like, catch me in the spring, summer, fall. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and y'all had a crazy winter storm here in Omaha. Debating school today or not. Mm, I would say turn it into a lesson on the sneeches. <laughs> it's like a 12-minute video on... Uh, on YouTube and just have a conversation about when people think, you know, people in that people in status symbols, that could be a whole lesson in and of itself. Hmm. <clears throat> um, go ahead and ask me now, Miss Georgia, because I'll be honest, I'm kind of a flake when it comes to the inbox thing. This is why I go live because I, I usually don't answer promptly. And um, to be honest, when I'm not live, my time is my time. So this is the time, though, because if I don't know, there's other homeschoolers who are in this live right now who could answer. So that's what this is best for. I'm just going to be straight up with you. I'm not the best when it comes to inbox uh, questions and comments. And I don't when it's not Thursday, I don't spend a lot of time on social media. I have really backed off from the amount of time I spend on social media. Thursday is my day this is the time. And like I said, if I don't know, someone else might know. So we can like, this is actually the best time to ask a question because I don't know everything, but other people like M who is um, talking about her experience in Indiana, she was a teacher. So this is actually the best platform to ask a question. My inbox is not. Jennifer, you said y'all been getting a lot of rain. Okay. Yeah. Understood. Oh no. And it aggravates your dermatitis. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I, like I said, I'm, I'm just very anti-socialization right now. Like anytime I see a video about it, I'm just like, boo, as I'm shaking my Sudafed at it. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys can hear it. I sound awful. I feel awful. And I would love to just not socialize until April. And then children, I don't know what it is about me, or maybe you guys have been in a similar experience. It's like the people who don't want to be around children the most always attract them because I'm like, eh, what is it about me that says, come shake my hand, come talk to me, come tell me what you want to tell. Like, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like I'm not child friendly, but children like me and they always come up to talk to me and they want to shake hands or give hugs. And I'm just like, okay, where's your parent? <laughs> so I don't know. I just, I'm dealing with it. You said I feel that in my soul. I know, I don't know, Ty, I'm just, I don't think my face says, come talk to me when I'm out in public, but for children, it's like a welcome mat. They're like, hi. And I'm just like, hello. <laughs> Excuse me, but I guess that's how I got suckered into suckered in. That's the wrong word. I guess that's how I got convinced to be a Girl Scout troop leader. And we do have a good time, I'll be honest, but I don't know. Oh, is he said it's like a sixth sense that kids have. It must be. It must be. Because I promise I do not put out come talk to me vibes. <laughs> I really don't. But I also can't stand to see uh, children upset or being picked on. I don't know. It, and, and, or left out. I don't like that. I don't like seeing children be left out. So I do have a soft spot for those poor, unfortunate souls, I suppose. Uh, 
And you said, that's how you are too. That's how we all get along though. Ty, you said, it's just like, no one has taught you about stranger danger. Certainly not in the South. That is not a thing for, for the kids that come and interact with me. I don't know. But I did see a video. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I saw a video on TikTok where a mother was telling her children if they are ever lost or, um, you know, get separated from the parent. They, they, she's telling her kids, go find a black woman with children. So maybe that's what it is. And cause she's like that, that woman will help you get back to your family. <laughs> cause most often they, you know, most mothers don't want more children added on to the brood. They're like, uh, who are you supposed to be with? Where are your people? <laughs> so I don't know if that is accurate or if that's what's happening or if kids just like my vibe. I don't know. Or maybe kids are like, oh, she looks mean. Let me go change her. <laughs> My aura says, I want to get to know you. Oh, God, I got to change that. Help me, Tammy. Help me change it. <laughs> he said, there's a child I call up with AFC who seeks me out and says I'm cool because I understand germs. Oh, you understand her. I was like, germs? What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm. I don't know. There's, I know, I know there's this one child. I cannot, I can't say no to this child. He's, he's nonverbal. He's in my kid. He's in my son's Taekwondo. Anytime he wants to talk to me, I'm talking to that kid. Like he's, he's nonverbal, but he, he has a little tablet that he communicates with. Anytime he wants to talk, I'm talking to that kid. He is so, he's such a beautiful, beautiful little boy too. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm really a softy and I'm, I'm putting up a front, but I, anytime he wants to talk, I will I will like shut down whatever conversation I'm having with whoever's next to me. And I'll, I'm talking to him, and he's just he's just the sweetest little kid. The other the other day we were talking about donuts, and I was like, same, I want some donuts too. <laughs> oh my gosh! You said Tatiana, you said we don't want that smoke. I don't want that responsibility. I'll be honest with you, I don't. Oh, it is germs that you understand. Yes, ah, same. My kids, I'm I don't want to be touched either. But I will say um, at the Taekwondo class, they do teach the kids to like shake hands with adults and look them in the eyes. So a lot of kids, they come around and like, good morning, good morning. And I always reciprocate because I can't say no. And that's why I'm sick. <laughs> you said, let me find out. I could be summoned and not even know it. You might. It's, I know there's a video because I, I know I saw it here on TikTok. But yeah, now I know that's why I'm sick. I've shaken hands, shake. I've shaken hands with so many kids. I let the girls and Girl Scout hug me. Thankfully, my oldest though, she's in a group like that's a teen club. They don't want to touch, and I'm like, thank you. I've had enough. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. You said I'm honest with my kids. I back like back up any space. I know my kids will give me space, but at the same time, they always want to hug and kiss at night. I'm like, guys. I'm sick. And they're like, we do not care. <laughs> like that, like that TikTok sound. They're like, we do not care. <laughs> so we must stay stocked on Sudafed. You said I employ the elbow bump with people I don't know. I should. I should. I should. I'm just, I'm a big old softie. And I, I'll let them shake my hand and I'll let them hug me. You said, is the sickness better with homeschool kids? I feel like I'm down every two weeks. I think it depends on if you elbow bump or not. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, it, I know it's my fault. I shake hands with these kids and I shouldn't. Um, and I, I don't whip out my hand sanitizer probably fast enough. Um, and I let them hug me. So it's my own fault. It's my own undoing. If you are, you know, if you let, tell them to give you space, though. Probably it's better. <laughs> I would say it just depends on how social you are. Honestly, there's no, but kids are kids, whether you're around one or 20, if that kid has germs, you might catch them. It just, it is what it is. It's the hazard of having young kids. You say your son is all over you 24 seven. I hear that. Jennifer said, I, yeah, it depends. I think you said my son is the only child and he catches everything. I agree with that. It depends on the kid. It depends on the activities that you're in. Like um, the martial arts that we go to has a lot of kids there. 
Um, Girl Scouts has, and usually we're, we're rocking anywhere between eight and 10 kids per meeting, um, plus parents. And those kids have been around public school kids all day too. So, you know, it's a smaller group, but who's to say where I caught this nonsense? So I don't know. It really depends. And then uh, the, the group that my oldest is in, sometimes there's four people there. Sometimes there's 20 people there. It depends on the week, depends on the activity. Um, and they also have food there. So like her, her, her activity is the one that always has food. So, you know, a lot of communal sharing of like buffet style, not communal sharing, but like buffet style, they just put the food out and the kids go to it. So, you know, even though there's sometimes less kids, there could be more opportunities for germs. So is there's no telling. I said, okay, my kids are sick and they always get me sick as well. Yeah. If your kids are around kids, you're going to get sick. I think it's just something to expect. Even when we go visit family, like my, um, my sister-in-law has two kids. One goes to daycare. One is just a newborn. And there's been times where my nephew has come to visit us and we got sick after he left. And he was like the only kid we were around at that time. So it, it there's no, there's no way to really avoid it in my opinion. Wow, you said the school had to shut down because 39 were, 39% were out sick last week. Wow, that's intense. Yeah, I will just say it's an occupational hazard of having young kids. It is what it is. It doesn't um, doesn't have to be horrible. It just is one of those things where you just try to do your best to stay stocked up with <laughs> cold medicine, tea, starcher, apothecary now. Like I've been doing the garlic and honey thing and I think it's been helping. I don't feel as bad as I probably sound. I did feel really bad yesterday though. Yesterday was horrible, I woke up with body aches, but it just is what it is this time of year. You said even when we haven't been around kids, they get sick. Yeah, I, it's just the time of year too. Mm. But I will say it's something that I I will I will concede to the people who say homeschooling is a privilege. I will say even when we get sick, it's still nice to be able to just still, you know, ha have an environment that encourages learning even on our down days. Um, like like I said to you guys, we are off this week, so. There hasn't been anything planned or structured, but my kids are still learning. You know, if you guys were um, on the live that I did uh, on Tuesday, we came across this math problems worksheet. This is the answer key. And I just happened to ask my kids like, hey, do you wanna, you wanna do this? You wanna see how many you can find? And they, my two oldest ended up doing the whole sheet and I scanned it and put it into their uh, records that, you know, our digital record keeping. And this, like I said, this is an off week. So we're not supposed to be doing any school, but learning happens naturally. And it, it can still happen even when you're sick and you want to pull up, like my uh, oldest has been wanting to binge crash course on YouTube this week. And she's been watching that. Having books like this laying around the house encourages, you know, vocabulary because if they come across a word they don't know or a topic they want to dive deeper into, they go for it. So sickness doesn't necessarily stop the learning, just like being off doesn't stop the learning around here. And that is, I would say, a privilege or a pro to homeschooling. The boba, boba powder has a lot of vitamin C and I think that helps me a lot with your immunity, probably. Isn't that that big giant tree that grows in Africa? Let me look that up. I feel like I've seen that word. I'm probably saying it wrong. Yes, that is the tree I was envisioning. Someone explained, someone explained why my six-year-old will fight to the death not to brush his teeth for two minutes. I know they feel so inconvenienced, but I just tell my kids, Do you, would you like to have teeth when you're older? Then you have to take care of them now. There's no, there's no way around it. And then I showed them pictures of rotting teeth. That helped. Also, just like having, having my kids clean up around the house, let them watch Hoarders. It helped. 
So you'll have to let me know if um, if the visual aid helps. <laughs> like Google some some photos, Jennifer, and just be like, all right, you don't have to brush your teeth, but let me just let you know what your smile is, where your smile is headed. <laughs> if you choose not to. Oh my gosh. Uh-oh, I think I missed a comment. What did it say? The area is too wet. You said, <laughs> you said you're a pro wrestler at this point. But I'll tell you guys this. I'm all about showing my children the natural consequences of their choices. So for example, um, when my kids did not want to read, my, my younger two, they were not that interested in reading. I just showed them what it looks like what an illiterate future look like for them. And we just had to talk about how easy it is to deceive someone who has a very limited vocabulary. And they didn't like that idea too much. They didn't like the idea that they could be easily tricked by not knowing words or not knowing how to spell or not knowing how to read. I brought up a very basic contract for like rent, uh, being a renter and they didn't know a lot of the words that were in it. And so they were like, oh, I don't like this. So. <laughs> So that encouraged them to want to, you know, not choose ignorance over intelligence. So just bring in those real life examples. How do you record extracurriculars to report them in the lesson plan in Georgia? Okay, so I have a transcript that I use and I'll pull it up. Uh, and I also use the... Um, The school course codes. Um, hold on, I'll I'll just pull it up and show you one second. Uh, I'm gonna pull up a blank one, but it should still have the yeah, it still has the course codes in it that I use. And uh, you don't have to do this, by the way, because. As you know, in Georgia, we don't actually have to turn these things into anyone. We're just supposed to keep the records for ourselves. But I will show you what I use um, and how I do it so that you're like, you know, you have an example. Um, but please do not take this as you must do it this way. Um, I just think it's easier if I were ever to send my kids to public school, the course codes are already plugged in and any school would be able to say, oh, OK, this is this is what we would plug in for the transcript. That's not a plan that we have right now, but I will show this to you anyway. All right, so this is, like I said, a blank template. So this is not my child's current temp, uh, template. Um, and this is what I do. So whatever it is that we're doing for whatever grade, I will plug in that class using the course code here that you see this. Um, and I get it from here. This is the Georgia Department of Education website that has all the course codes for every type of class. And the only difference is when you're homeschooled, you put a nine. Instead of, instead of it ending in a zero, it will end in a nine. And the reason I do that is, let's see, where is it? It breaks it down for you actually right here. Uh, da, 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 da. There it is right there, homeschool credit. Nine is the fifth digit. So that's why I do that, okay? So whenever I'm looking for any class that we're taking, anything that they're doing, or I try to find as close to it as I possibly can, I will copy this code and put a nine as the fifth digit. And that's how I choose to keep up with their uh, extracurriculars, their core, everything. So whatever we're doing, computer science, you know, martial arts. Well, I haven't done Taekwondo on my son's um, thing yet, but it'll probably end up being either a physical education class, most likely is how I'll do it. Um, Cause I don't think I'm gonna worry about being as specific as saying it was Taekwondo. But um, you see all these different courses, like here you have physical education right here. And then I would just put a nine on this fifth digit after the decimal. 
And that's that's how I do it. Um, oh no, here we go. Introductory self-defense. I'll probably use this code uh, for the end of the year for him because he did not start at the beginning of last fall. So that's why it's not on there. Uh, but for this spring semester, I'll probably give him this code with a nine at the end. And that'll be his, his course for kindergarten. Although it, technically this says grades nine through 12. So actually I won't, I won't do that. I'll probably stick with physical education, keep it simple. But you get my, you get the point. And so you can choose to do this or not do this. Um, but that's how I do it. And I actually, this is one of the templates that I sell. So this is the elementary version. And that's what I, you know, just fill in uh, at the end of each at the end of each semester, so our fall, you know, my kids might have a 94. End of spring, they might have a 96. You see, it gets averaged out here as the final grade. And then over here, I've already got because we're supposed to on our progress reports give a summary of what they're doing. And I realized in the first few years, I was just trying to find 37 ways to say the same thing. They're either very good, good, basic, they're struggling, or they don't understand. And for for me, I just put the, um, you know, basic thing in there and I just left it. And I, like I said, this is one of the things that I sell in my Etsy shop. So if you want to purchase it, you can, if you want to create your own by all means, but that's what I do. That's how I keep up with it. And this is the list of courses that I use each year to help keep up with what we are doing. And usually I can find something pretty darn close. And um, and that's that's what I do. All right, so let me flip this back around and catch up on the comments. I'm seeing some comments come through. Hold on, let me see. I don't report anything, Tatiana, because there's nothing to report. But um, if I ever had to submit it, that it, I have the um, the documentation on file and I could just email it to whoever needed to needed it. But in Georgia, we don't have to submit this every year. It just says, keep your own record, which I do. That's what our state law says. He said, I want to start, how do I get my kids to take you seriously? Uh, you're just gonna have to sit down and have a conversation, honestly, and just say, this is what I would like to do. This is why. And it, it's going to take a minute, honestly, especially if they've already been in school and you have to have like basically a de-schooling process. Uh, but basically, communication is going to be the key. Okay. Oh, you went to school in England and transferring back to America was a headache. Yeah, I would say try to see if your state has some sort of course codes that they use and follow those. That's going to be your best friend. Do you do this in elementary? Yes. Uh, my state also doesn't require us to send it, but I still do it because that's just my personality. <laughs> um, I don't make it state specific. So if you're buying it from me, you would just have to find the course codes for your own state. But the format could be used for any state. I've had people from New York buy it from me to use it for their quarterly because uh, they do quarterly reports instead of just fall and spring. So it really just comes down to if you like the format that I've laid out, then by all means, you're welcome to purchase it. And if not, that's cool, too. Good Mom. morning. Good morning, Mom. Yes. I ache. Okay. Did you brush your teeth? Yeah. All right. Don't handle that. But I, I clean my room. You cleaned your room? Well, thank you. Um, yeah, Acellus does it automatically. Yep, they sure do. Okay, y'all started Beast Academy yesterday and she likes it. Good. State of entry? I don't know what that is. Did I say state of entry or did someone else say state of entry? I think my, we just might have just meant like state of residence, like the state that you live in. So yeah, that's how I handle um, record keeping. And then uh, another thing that I do is I've stopped doing 
paper record keeping because honestly this gets to be too much to keep up with and matter of fact i need to shred these today um so these are those um math problem worksheets that my kids did the the word search or the math problem search but i've already scanned these and put them into their files digitally so i really don't need to retain the paper copies of this i will i have a printer scanner copier um combination thing over here i will just scan in the worksheet or sometimes i'll literally take a photo of it with my phone if i'm not actively using my phone and then i will drop it into the icloud folder that has their for that for that subject so each of my kids has like grade five and my my kid's name and then under that folder or in that folder there's math you know ela all the subjects that we're doing for the year and I will take a picture or a short video periodically, um, you know, usually weekly of something that they've done that week and drop that file into that folder. And that also is how we keep up with a portfolio as it were. But even though in Georgia, we don't have to keep up with portfolio, that is not a requirement. I still like to see what we've done. I like to see the progression uh, over this the school year. And that is another way that you can keep up with your kids' records rather than doing the digital planner or even um, backwards planning, which I think is cool. I mean, backwards planning is awesome if you have the capacity to keep up with it. <laughs> Uh, I don't. So I have stopped doing that and just use my phone. And I really like it though, because it gives me also like, it's almost like I'm making a yearbook of our memories at the same time, because I have clips of my son reading out loud from like July and then August and then, you know, October. And I can see visually his improvement. And to me, that's so much better than writing it down in a planner. Um, so I appreciate that. Hey, oh, thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. Thank you, Jules. <laughs> Good to see you. Okay, so someone was asking, how is Acellus Academy? So that was Reed Company, who uh, has been using it. If I don't know if they're still here, if you don't mind sharing that. There was a straw that broke. Okay. We cleaned it up, but I just wanted to tell you since... I appreciate that. Is that why, he's, why, is that why you're upset? It broke? Mm -hmm. It keeps falling down. Mm. Every time I just put it on the counter, it keeps rolling down. And I'm trying to stop it, but it keeps rolling down every time. I, I understand that that is frustrating. Mm -hmm. Would you like to purchase more straws today? Mm -hmm. Okay. We can do that. Mm -hmm. Please go brush your teeth like I asked you to. Thank you for telling me about the broken straw. No problem. <sighs> okay, where were we? Um, oh, you said that's one reason you do like the workbook style curriculum. It stays bound together. It does. And I do have all of our workbooks from all those years, but now it's starting to overtake me. <laughs> I'm like, I need to stop this. Share how you do that. Um, the records, yes, I'm pulling those up now. And what is backwards planning? That's where you write down kind of diary style what you did that day. Um, okay, so let me flip this again so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. I use iCloud as my preferred uh, drive you know, but you can use whatever works for you. And so here, this is just the homeschool records and resources. Like these are our signed declaration of intents that I keep up with each year. These are some spectrum tests I found from Carson Delosis years ago, and I just kept them all. So whenever I need to give them a quick test to see where they're at, I have those saved. This is uh, each of my kids' grades currently. And I just started doing this this year, so that's why you don't see previous grades. All the previous grades are paper files. Um, and so, yeah, each kid has files under each one. Don't mind that microphone there of all the courses that we're doing. And then I do have a folder here that says yearbook. That's just photos of stuff that we've done throughout the year. 
And that's how I do it. You can do this all from your phone, especially if you have an iPhone. Uh, and that's why I really like doing it this way is because it basically takes some extra steps out of it. And I can literally just take a photo or video from my phone and drop it into the file. It's, it's pretty painless to keep up with the records that way. Okay, so Samantha, you said you backwards plan, you just write down what they did. Yep, that's it. Because I know for me, like sometimes planning things out ahead of time doesn't always work or things happen and we end up not doing everything that I planned. So I feel defeated, like, oh, we didn't do, you know, 10 of the things that I had put on here for us to do. But if you do the backwards planning, it's like where you write down what you did, you realize you've actually done a lot. You've had a lot of conversations, you've, you've read a lot of books, or you've you've watched different educational things and you've, you've had discussions about it. You've actually done probably more than you planned, but because it, it's not showing that, you know, visually on a planner, you feel like, well, we didn't do enough this week. So I think backwards planning can help a lot of people feel like we actually did do quite a bit this week and uh, feel better about that. You keep a portfolio as well, M. Yeah. Oh, do they? In Kentucky, they like to audit and overstep. Boo. Mm-hmm. So that, okay, so you plan digitally and adjust and then keep their sheets. Got it. Yeah, I've never been asked in the nine years that I've been homeschooling here in Georgia, I've never had any official ask me to provide or submit anything. But as you can see in, in a in a couple of clicks, I can email it to you and be like, here, have at it, go off. <laughs> so yeah, not required in Georgia, but I, it's just for me, I do it for me because I want to see the growth. I want to see how they're doing. Um, and I don't, I don't really need a law or uh, a regulation to tell me to keep up with what my kids are doing. I'm going to do that anyway. Yes. Okay, so go charge it and have you brushed your teeth. You did or did not? I did. Okay, because I feel like you're doing everything else but what you're supposed to do. <sighs> okay, where were we? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Sometimes you run out of room in the little boxes. Same. And so that's what I'm saying. Like digital record keeping, I think would probably be a good fit because again, you're not really bound by the little box on the piece of paper. And, uh, you know, some days we do 50 things. Some days we do two things. It, you know, I don't like that how some weeks look like we did all the things and then other weeks it was like we did none of the things, but it, it balances out when you keep it digitally because it's like the folder just keeps filling up and you're like, we're doing a lot. We're doing good this year. Um, so yeah. Okay. You said, I feel like, oh yeah, I've got a few groups that uh, will legally help homes with. That's good. And it's usually the districts. You haven't heard much around here. Okay. Gotcha. Good. Well, I can, I can see folks overstepping because, you know, you give some, you can't give everybody a clipboard. I mean, if y'all know the story, if you give a mouse a cookie, he'll ask for a glass of milk. I do feel like when you give certain people a title or a clipboard, they're going to get on your nerves. They're, they're going to overstep because they're like, oh, I don't have anything to do. So let me just go check on these homeschoolers. Like, <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> you said I feel you. It's one of those mornings it sounds like. He's very upset about a straw being broken. <clears throat> he said, we use rocket books for digital planning, but we hated those notebooks. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I am all about not paying for things at this point in my life because I pay for this phone. And this phone has all these little gadgets and gizmos. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep doing that especially because nobody's checking. So <laughs> I'm definitely not going to pay to continue to keep track of our records when nobody's checking. I will use the apps that come with the computers that I have. I will take the photo. I will scan the document. And that is all. Did I hear about what happened in Ohio? I did not. What's happening? If 
I just search Ohio, will it come up in like the latest news? Ohio news, what's going on there? Maybe I should put like homeschool because that's what we're talking about. Oh yes, I did hear about this. <laughs> yeah, heard about that. Definitely did. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. It was just like, as soon as like, I typed Ohio homeschool and clicked on the news tab, I was like, ah, yes, yes, I did indeed hear about that. <laughs> Yes, yes. Isn't that, you know, it's one of those things where anytime something bad happens in a subculture, they blame the entire subculture instead of the individuals, instead of the individuals responsible. Like, maybe let's just look at those people <laughs> and not try to blame all of homeschooling. I did not, I didn't listen to the people who were blaming all of homeschooling, but like, you know, let's focus on that group. Maybe they should be on a list somewhere and watched. Oh, really? Is there a Netflix movie about it? I don't know which one that is. Do you know the name of that Netflix movie? He said, is there a template you recommend for digital record keeping? Maybe you mentioned it. I mean, I sell them. I sell digital record keeping templates in my Etsy shop and, um, you're welcome to check those out to see if that meets your needs. There's others on Etsy um, that you can look at. My Etsy shop is called Homeschool Help Desk. If you want to search it, I do have it linked in my profile. Uh, but really, I'm just going to be honest with you. Making your own is probably going to be the best bet because you know what you're looking for to have on there. And no matter how many templates you search and find, it's like, does it have exactly what you want? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Like I've made, I think three or four uh, that I'm selling on my Etsy shop. And over the years I've used all of them, but I'm also like, I grow out of them too. So um, like I said, feel free to check them out, uh, but also feel free to you know consider making your own because you'll know what it is that you're looking for to have on there. You said Ohio is a mess right now. I believe it. Oh, look at that. They say, they came out and said they aren't breaking any laws. <sighs> See, this is one of those um, couch conversations that has to happen at my house, not on the internet. <laughs> because, yeah, I've, I've been screen recorded before, so I, I'm, I now try to watch what I say even more. Hmm. I have thoughts though. <laughs> oh, is that right? That's crazy, M. Yes, I have been screen recorded, Samantha. I wasn't saying anything bad, thank goodness. I think they were they were recording me for nice reasons by basically saying like, you know, you should go watch Cousin Tam's live. So it was a nice thing, I guess, in general, but it made me aware like, oh, that's right. People have the capacity to just record <laughs> the live and post it to their page. So watch what you say on these here internets. <laughs> so I try to keep it general. But I will say this, um, that group, in my opinion, they're not unique. Any group has the capacity to indoctrinate in any uh, capacity. And you always have to be aware that there's going to be groups that form in all, in all types of areas that have agendas. And you have to be the one that decides whether or not you want to be a part of such a thing. Um, but people have the freedom to assemble peacefully and they can say what they want to say. That doesn't mean that they're free from the consequences of what they say, but they can say what they want to say. So there's that. 
I'm not defending that group in any way, shape, or form, but I'm I'm not going to act like I'm surprised that such a group exists. I'm just, it just is what it is. And obviously, groups like that are going to get caught. They're going to get blasted. It makes for headlines for a couple of weeks, and then people go back to not caring. Because let's be honest, their ideologies aren't brand new. And the people who are acting outrage are just, they're, they're lying if they say they never heard those talking points before. Mm, okay. Oh, you said you I you you said you hate you turn it in. Eh, you hate that it turned into a throw the baby out with the bathwater thing. I don't think it did. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think that it um, diminished homeschooling in any regard because homeschooling has been on such like a rocket ship kind of launch since uh, post COVID. Something like this doesn't derail that because these people have existed before they started homeschooling. These ideologies are prevalent in all types of educational environments. And I don't think that this news has done anything to discourage people from wanting to homeschool. Awesome, thank you. All right, y'all, that's my kids coming to tell me I need to get off because I told them one hour. <laughs> and I meant that today because I'm not feeling great. So um, let me just get these last couple comments that I just saw here. You don't want states like Michigan who have no requirements to start heavy, heavily regulated. I don't think they will, honestly, because who's going to really, like, who's going to do the paperwork? Linda is not going to do the paperwork. I'm just going to so they'll they'll say things like, you know, they'll give the, the standard politician talking points of like, we're looking into this. This is disgusting. We take this very seriously. And then they'll just wait for you guys to, for, you know, for the people who were outraged to forget. So, yeah. You said, I feel so good. I finally picked a math curriculum and my little one is excited about it. Good. Which one was it? Oh, Beast Academy, that's right, you did say that. I'm happy that your little one's liking it. Awesome, awesome. All right, y'all, well, I'm going to hop off. I hope I was pretty clear through this live. I don't know if I was choppy on y'all's end or not, but I'm gonna go finish this tea and talk to my kids about the sneeches. Cause that's another, I mean, I, if, in all honesty, that Ohio situation could also fit in the Sneeches conversation, just like the Carmel High School could fit in the Sneeches conversation. Because there's always people that think that something they have is better than what someone better than someone else who doesn't have it. So it's just the Sneeches by another name. So, but I really don't think it's going to do anything to derail people's desire to homeschool. If anything, it might make people more curious about homeschooling. So it is what it is. But in the meantime, I'll be here answering questions, comments, concerns about homeschooling um, on Thursdays. And um, thankful, I'm grateful that you guys are here too to help with that. Because like I said, this is, I think it, we're better in a group answering questions than relying on just one person's perspective. Cause uh, I did have um, a comment on one of my videos that said, when they watch me, they feel like they're doing everything, that they're not doing things right. And I'm like, honey, people have told me my whole life, all my decisions are wrong. So <laughs> I've always had somebody tell me, are you sure you wanna do that? Or that's not how you should do it. So please do not take what I'm doing as the gospel. It's a way, it's my way not the only way and uh, hopefully you guys watching my content don't feel that way um, about you know your your journey or your, your decisions because like I said I could think of 10 things off the top of my head people that I've done that people have said why would you do that <laughs> so yeah just do what feels right for you guys and if something I say or, or show inspires you then I'm happy and if you don't like it ignore 
but I'll catch you guys next week and I hope y'all have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Bye y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed that episode of the Homeschool Help Desk Live. Remember that I am on TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube at Cousin Tam. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye.